pass from Havili was magic. The shift on for Crotty. Boom, far down you go, Quackett Smith. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that. Yes, boy. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, and enjoy the show. Draft Rugby, the game they play online in heaven. Welcome to the Draft Rugby Show, Season 5, Episode 6. This is the most exciting podcast of the entire year. It, of course, is the new hot shit podcast. Hot shit! And joining us today is obviously the most exciting guest, Mitch Rev. How are you, mate? How are we going? Oh, look, I'm very good, but I'm a bit confused. I thought it was uh, the shit podcast. I've worn my Waratahs jersey. <laughs> I, um, so, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. I, um, I'll, I'll get changed. And uh, worry, that's uh, all we're going to hear from him today. So. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, you hear Nelson as well in the background here. Uh, how are you going, Nelson? Yep, no, very good. Excited for this one. Lots of fun names in this. So, yeah, let's get it started. Cool. And you're just glitching a bit, mate. Can you just make sure you're actually on the camera? If I get close. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, look, t- tonight we're very quickly going to just talk a little bit about what we're planning for the year for Draft Rugby. We'll spend only a few minutes on that because we're going to go into a bit of a deep dive next week. Um, and then the main course is going to be getting into, of course, the new hot shit players. And then for dessert, we might just see how it flows. It might be locale. We might decide that we've got something to talk about. We'll play it by ear, I think. Should we just state what, what a hot shit player is? Yeah, you go. You go. So we're basically going people that you you haven't seen a lot of play, or they're how young? Under twenty. This year, 20, I'd say under 22, 23. It's yeah. a bit of an older crew. So there's there's a couple of names that are a little bit older who haven't had much of a run. So they're they're in here as well, hinting at the blues and the reds, the color teams. But yeah, there's there's quite a few new names as well. Yep. Yep. Uh, Rev, mate, you you haven't been on a hot shit podcast before. Obviously, the highlight of the podcasting year. Have you approached this differently when you're doing your research or with your depth of knowledge, which is just ridiculous, I find? Do you already know all the answers? No, this was, um, this was a lot of research, this one. Um, I, I was excited. I think the main column I was keen to see was um, the caps and minutes played, but also the heights and weights because there's all these young guys coming in and, you know, like sometimes Wikipedia lies, but you have a look at someone, you know, a young prop or lot coming through, you're like, all right, that's a big body. If they come on, we're um, excited. So I won't spoil anyone, but. I think plenty of exciting names to come. Size is definitely something we look at in the Hot Sheet podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're, it's, you're all over it. You're all over it. All right. Now, so let's, uh, without further ado, just touch on this entree. So we can say that this year, um, first big spoiler is that we've got a new stats provider. So we're working through some of the implications of that at the moment, but we're looking at joining Rugby Pass to give us more detailed stats than we've ever had uh, ever, ever before by a long margin. So we're hoping that we have information <clears throat> like post-contact meters, reasons on why people have been scrum, uh, penalised in scrums, how lineups have been lost. So rather than, for instance, you know, in the old school format, we had, uh, I guess, an equation based on time and scrums won or lost, we can actually award the exact front rower exactly what they deserve for the performance in the scrum. It's, and if yeah. a number seven breakaway being the pest that they are, like, of course, yourself, um, if they break off early and scrum and be, get penalised, then the front row is not going to su- get, they're not going to suffer for giving away a penalty in a scrum, which historically they would have as well. Another one that I'm excited about, especially with the, the two new sides this year, is dominant tackles. So, I mean, there's a, a soft tackle does not deserve, you know, a dominant tackle behind the game line. They do not deserve the same amount of points. Yeah. So we're really going to separate players, you know, who are, who are involved in the game and make bigger impacts than, you know, any time, any other comp that you've been involved in before. And I think um, probably the player that's the happiest they're not around <laughs> with these new stats is Nick Phipps because I think we've got bad passes in there now as well. Yeah. So that would have just demolished his scoring. But um, some exciting things to come anyway. We're going to nail those down and talk about them a little bit more next week. Um, The other one that I want to just touch on is the the website as well, which Kagi's not with us because he's hard at work trying to put that together. I know he's got some plans just to make sure that finally this year we can replace all the offline Mm -hmm. kind of spreadsheets and things and everything runs online as a basic platform, which will be very exciting. And that'll be what? putting team lists together, matchups, tables, scores, all that kind of stuff all in one place. Yep. And he's also hard at work to try and make sure we got a website that shows the more detailed stats in a way that's, I guess, presented nowhere else. So we've got a pretty unique thing coming there, which is very exciting. Yep. Awesome. Well, 
with that note, let's get to the main course. Where uh, we, of course, look at the hot shit players of 2022. Um, now, I've, I've just got to put out, point out a couple of names because it's a couple of signings that have happened before we get on to each individual team and then we'll throw to our main man, Rev, here. But, guys, I wanted to say the Tars have signed a couple of big names. Jeff Cridge, the Kiwi lock, and none other than Jamie Roberts, who's come in on a contract, mm. I think just an injury cover contract, uh, so pretty minimal fees for them to, to bring him in, but two pretty awesome signings. Rev, what are your thoughts around that? I'm really excited by, um, I think, Cridge in particular, just the fact that they can beef up the lock stocks. And um, even though I like Douglas and uh, Williams is in there as well, he just adds a bit more uh, experience. He's, what's he got, 60 or so caps for Hawks Bay. He's been around the blocks a fair bit. So, um, yeah, I'm excited by him. And, and Robert Spring is a wealth of experience, so he's going to shore up the partnerships in the centres because even though Fakedi and Parisi are, you know, both really exciting, they are still relatively inexperienced. I don't think either has 50 Super Cups yet, so it's nice to get a 94 Test veteran in. Yeah, look, it's going to be interesting to see how they're both used. My, my assumption is Jeff Cridge is the bigger body. Um, you touched on Douglas. Maybe they, they share game time and they have a more mobile lock on the other side of the scrum and the, the loose head side, like Holloway. Um, and that still gives you mo- mobility around the paddock, but... You know, the, the harder-bodied lock, you got one on at all times. So yeah. that's the way I probably see that working. And Jamie Roberts, it, it will be interesting to see what they do. Oh, I don't want them to break up that centre partnership for the Tars, but he's also such an experienced player. If he's on your bench coming on late in the, the game, covering 12 or, you know, shifting Parisi out and Fichetti out, there's a few options around that and, you know, definitely can finish off a game really well. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah, I know that the Darren Coleman's already said that he's d- definitely not going to walk into a starting centre jersey, but it was more along the lines of Fichetti and Parisi are literally the only two healthy centres in the squad. Yeah. And uh, what's we'll Arthur? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. So we're going to break this up. We're going to go team by team. We're going to say players you should know, players you might know, and players you might not know. So as we said, they're going to be young, hot shit players, or they could just be players that are newly signed into the competition that we want to keep an eye on as well. So we'll start with you, Rev, on the Brumbies. Give us something out of players that you should know, some some exciting players that have been around the traps for a year or two. Uh, who are the kind of guys that you're looking to have a big year this year? The player you probably should know, well, everyone should know, is Rob Valentini. Well, he's, he's still only 23. It's amazing that he's that young because he cemented himself as a real quality test number eight last year and also had a really dominant Super Rugby Trans-Tasman. I think he scored a, the last try in the Crusaders game and the match after he was, you know, getting over um, right at the end. So, yeah, really dominant player. Um, amazing to think he's already got 43 Super Caps, 18 tests under his belt. So I think he's someone that you'd be looking out for. And I mean, he's probably brought a bit more ball carrying to his uh, game too. So I'd be very keen to actually draft him this year. I probably stayed clear of him before. Yeah, you know, he's definitely... Started to show some of that promise we've seen, you know, in the NRC for the last sort of few years. Um, so it's exciting to see how it keeps developing. A name that jumps out here that you should know for me is Nick Frost. Nick Frost is 22 years old, you know, easily over that uh, two-metre mark. And let's just not forget that former Wallabies coach, Matt, Matt Williams, said he's the most talented 20-year-old lock since John Eels. So that's not a bad little quote there. But, yeah, look, he's... Played more than 60 minutes in the last six games of the season last year. So he started to really get himself into that starting side. Um, so I really think it could be a breakout year for him. And, and on fantasy players and Valentini's running game, you know, he averaged 31 <clears throat> last year. Same as Sam Kane, one point be- behind Akira Yuane and Peter Gusso Akula. So he is right up there. <laughs> Two like, behind Artie Sevilla. Yes, I think I think you're right, Ray. That is a very good call. He's in for a huge year. I um I, I think let's push on to the the players that you might know. And I was going to take this one, but Nelson, you're basically <clears throat> his biggest fan, I think, at the moment because he is Which an open side. <laughs> so yeah, look, R- Rory Scott, really exciting, broke into that side last year. He's a bigger body as well for for that sort of open side flanker role. Um, they they shared that that spot with uh, Luke Reimer, another name that you might know. These guys, both 21-year-olds, um, Rory Scott's just very solid over the ball, solid ball in hand, knows how to get over the, the gain line, get over the try line as well. So 
I'd love to see him develop and get some really good game time in that sevens jersey, but obviously he's got Brown to compete with him as well. He's 189 centimetres, so not bad. Taller than, you know, your Hoopers, your Pococks, that sort of thing as well. So he's a, he's a taller, but he's still quite young. At 99 kilograms, he's going to bulk up in the next few years, I reckon. Absolutely. Um, Rev, anyone you might know, just names that have kind of started to emerge? Yeah, the one that I think took a bit of a leap last year but will keep going is uh, Tom Ross. Uh, on the tight head side, I think obviously he's not going to usurp Alan Alalatoa, but he's got already 20 caps under his belt and still only 23. Really young for a prop, especially tight head. So um, I think, you know, with, with no uh, no more Harry Lewis or Archer Holtz, there is a few less props in the system. He's been around probably the, the third most out of, or fourth most out of the props outside of the Wallabies. So I'm sort of hoping that he has a bigger year and he's someone that should develop quite nicely, I think, get a few more minutes. Yep. Yeah, I, I think the other one, he's got some competition, I reckon, from Sefo Kautai, who is yeah. the uh, Waikato tight head. So he's uh, he's 25. I think he looks like a little bit of a talent. It'll be interesting to see if Ross just holds his spot or if they do rotate a little bit. But I agree, he's, he's definitely a really good developing prop. And the Brumbies, I think they've probably got the best front row coaching in the entire competition, you know, like anyone that spends a few seasons there seems to develop into a world-class I mean, prop. So you, can, a place to be. you can be on their bench and you still have a wallaby. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad. Yeah, that probably says it all. Yeah. Uh, guys, players you might know, I had one, I, or the, sorry, that you might not know. I had one that stood out to me. First of all, I want to say Ed Kennedy. <clears throat> so he's 27 years old, 196 centimetres, 110 kilos. He's a big, big boy. He's been playing over at Scarlet's 2018 to 2021. He doesn't start every game over there, but he does get a fair bit of game time. He's listed as a lock and back rower, but he plays six, seven, and eight over there as well. Um, he's originally playing through Randwick. I think he played a fair few games of first grade 2014 to 2017. So he's been around the traps in Australia for a long time, come home to chase his Wallabies dream. And McKellar saying he's kind of a lock six option. And I know there's a lot of depth there, but that kind of versatility is he's, he's, a big unit and he's an exciting player and one that I hope we get to see a little bit of emerge this year. Rev, how about you? You got anyone that you might not know? The name that uh, jumped out for the might not know is uh, Ollie Sapsman. And he's sort of bending the rules a bit. He's a little bit older than the, the criteria. If you're from New Zealand, you're probably all over him, but um, he's come across from Hawke's Bay and he's only started eight games in the NPC. So he's not a household name over there, but um 191 centimetres, 104 kilos, loves to play in the midfield. He can play wing, but he's lining up at 12 um, in the second half of the Brumbies trial this weekend. So, I mean, looking at that, I'm very excited. Um, but also knowing that he's got an AFL background, that really adds a little bit of dimension to his, um, I guess, ball playing ability and kicking ability to hope uh, if he does play that 12 role. So it, it's nice to see uh, Satsud come in. And I think yep. while we might not know him yet, um, one to look out for. Yeah, I like it. Look, one that stands out for me is um, I'm really excited. Harry wants me to say someone else. Can I say him? Well, no, I was just going to say Hudson Crichton was the other bloke that I had my eye yeah. on. He's obviously in direct competition with Sapsford for some, uh, some game time as well. So another just excellent <clears throat> young centre that's come down from the Reds, who I know I think the, the Reds were very disappointed that he, he got poached. He made his debut, just got a cheeky five minutes against the Hurricanes last year, and he's excellent. Another, another talented outside centre, only 21 years old. I don't want to start conspiracies, but I mean, it's, it screams that there's a bad culture at the Reds, doesn't it? <laughs> Young players like this are leaving. There's something wrong with the Red system. Oh, <laughs> Sortia. Couldn't leave quick enough. Sortia's like, no, Brumbies, take me, save uh, yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. Look, yeah. My, my one was Billy Pollard. So, yeah. I mean, the, the tricky thing for most people is that um, there's a lot of names there that have been in the Wallaby squads and actually had chances there. So, Flaufanga, lots of game time there. Lockie Lonigan, Connell McInerney has also had a chance now with the Wallabies. But Billy Pollard, he, when he came out of school, a lot of rugby league teams were fighting him. He chose to stick with Union. Uh, the Bunnies were one of the big ones that were, were really reaching out for him. So, he's a mobile hooker. Um, he's 185 centimetres, 103 kilos. I think he's 20 years old. Um, but, yeah, he got a little bit of game time, 16 minutes last year. So he's someone that I'm really, really excited to see. But is it's going to – something big is going to have to happen for him to get lots of game time. But, you know, if he gets on the paddock, he's definitely a, a wrecking ball, I reckon, with ball in hand. 100%. Do we want to move across into the Rebels? Harry, anyone that we should know for the Rebels? 
The Rebels are a funny one because they've got some established players, but there's a, there's not that many players that I expect that people will know that could have a big year. There's only one name for me that stands out, and that's Carter Gordon. Um, look, he's a Reds junior, another one that's left that Reds system. Like so many players are trying to escape over there. Um, massive, massive star of the future. I think they were very disappointed when he signed. Reds just killed himself over there. Um, in 2017, he, he was the playmaker. He played for both Queensland under 16 and the schoolboys in the same year. 2018, he played Aussie schoolboys and then was fast-tracked in the under-20 side. And I know he was in hot competition with Rishjan Pasatoa for the starting fly-half role. And, you know, there's, there's been enough hype around Pasatoa <coughs> to know exactly what that means, that he was in direct competition with him. Um, played alongside Joey Walton, Will Harris, Billy Pollard, Angus Bell, a very talented year. And he's a man that made his debut and started to make his mark last year for the, the Rebels. And we expect him really to play 10 all through the year this year. So I, I think he's in for a big, big season. Yeah, I think that's fair. Rev, do you have anyone that sits in that column? Yeah, I, I struggle with this as well. I had a lot more that um, would probably be in the, you know, might not know. But the, the one that came to mind, and if you're a Sevens fan, you probably know him as Jarrell Skelton. Um, yeah. He's he's still very young. It's, it surprises me that he's only 22 at the moment. Um, and he, I think he got two caps last year, maybe for, you know, a handful of minutes. But he's, he's a big body still because he's played a bit of flanker. He's now really just transitioning to the back line and, I think trying to you know, pack on a little bit of size, but stay mobile. But just with his size and offload ability and footwork, if he gets minutes, I'm, I'm very keen to see what he can do. But yeah, there's probably more names that um, we don't know. So we might uh, dive through some of them. Yeah, for sure. I think one name that stands out for me, let me scroll down because we've got lots listed here, but one that excites me when I see him on the, the little sheet we've got here, if I can actually get to him, is Vidogu. Um, yeah. I think we got, you know, Fijian Sevens background, um, Fijian under 20s as well. Really exciting player that's come across for them, was there last year. Um, just your typical dynamic um, style Fijian winger with a lot of hype around him. But for some reason, we didn't get to see, you know, really get to see him last year, which was a bit, bit frustrating. I know he had an injury or so, but um, hopefully this is a year. I think they need a winger to step up and he could be someone, if he gets that shot, that could lock himself into that jersey. I, I do get the feeling that the Rebels are doing their very best to try and keep their squad size that they use small. Like I think they know the challenge they face with holding talent down in, in Melbourne and they're trying to make sure that they get as much continuity in their side as possible. So it is hard for some of these yeah. sevens converts and, and new <clears throat> signings to break into the side, but uh, definitely a very, very talented player. For me, I've picked a man that did start to get some minutes last year. I've gone for Reese Van Neck, 22-year-old tight head that played his first three games. And each one, he played more and more minutes, including I think he played 27 minutes against the Crusaders coming on for Kabus Ilof. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's obviously held in very mm-hmm. high regard, an excellent, excellent scrummager at 22. He's already 108 kilos, so he's a big boy. The only thing standing in his way for more time this year is that he's got Pone for Amasili uh, coming back into the starting side, who you would expect to start every single week. Um, but, man, if he gets a chance, I think he's probably two or three years out from being just a very, very high-quality prop, and hopefully he sticks around and we see a little bit more from him this year. Just piling on what we touched on before, he's also a Queensland Reds Academy member, um, <laughs> yep. just fleeing, fleeing what's going on in Queensland. So. Yeah. I was, I was hoping that wouldn't uh, get brought up because he's straight from East Rugby Club. But, yeah, seeing him play club rugby, he just he could hold up any scrum. He was immovable. So I think, you know, his transition at Super Rugby is unreal. Uh, but I mean, if we're talking big bodies and people just adding that size, Tamati Yawani, holy dooly. Just seeing the pictures of him, I know that the Rebels have established back rowers. It's going to be pretty hard to crack it in there. But, um, you know, he's a bit over six foot, but 120-ish kilos, and he looks every bit of it um, – I just get that if he gets ball in hand, defenders are just going to go flying. It'll be like bowling. So I, I think he's one of the most exciting. He's 24. He hasn't been capped before, but, um, I mean, just give him a chance because I want to see him run. He, he looks like one of those players that are made for these new scoring, the dominant tackles and, you know, yeah. game line carries, that sort of stuff, because he's just an aggressive-looking player. Ball in hand. He's, he's only 184 centimetres, so he's six foot, but he's 119 kilos. Yeah, I'm just looking at some photos now of him just tearing up club rugby and he's like, he looks <laughs> yeah. like he's playing like the under 12s or something. He's just <laughs> such a big unit. <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, hopefully he gets some time. I know if he does get picked up in the starting side for a single week, Kagi will pick him and then hold him for the rest <laughs> of the year. Oh, yeah. 
He'll definitely be licking his lips. Yep. Guys, the Reds. I know this might be your soft spot here, Rev. You're not allowed to name every single player in the squad for the record. <laughs> I might just put that out now. Just cross those off then. <laughs> <laughs> players you should know. Um, I might I might go out on a limb here and say Fraser McWright. Uh, clearly, he's the name that we should all know, so we won't spend too much time. But I just want to point out that he's only 22 years old. He had a 40-point <clears throat> average across the seven rounds when he started last year, which means that he was sitting in the fourth overall back rower at the time. So if they decide that he's going to be their number seven for this year, not only is he a phenomenal attacking and defensive player, but an excellent fantasy pick as well. And I think the only question is if he's actually going to get cons- consistent game time, considering that they've just got a lot of competition between Scott y- Young, Liam Wright, and Gary Wilson. He will. Yeah. I mean, to carry say- on, like some of these players, like as I said, he's 22, but Ty is still only 21. And, you know, like, yeah. to think that he's got 30 caps, um, 16 test caps, he can play anywhere across the back line. Like, if he can just stay a healthy season. And he's, he, yeah. he's yeah, been he, here for three seasons and he's still a child. Yeah. I know. And he's still been around forever. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm very excited by him. But, I mean, half that Reds team is under 24, so you could name a lot of people that are. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break the rules for one and say Siliasi Vunavalu, 26-year-old. Nice. Like if, if you've got the top NRL try scorer for 2016, 2017 in this squad, he's an exciting player. He's he's under an injury cloud at the moment. So he's another guy that's got to get his body right to, to really break into this side. But let's just put this in perspective. 454 minutes last year, that he had 12 line breaks. That's one every 38 minutes. He had 16 tackle busts. That's one every 28 minutes. He had seven offloads, five tries. So he's just absolutely dominant. He played five of his eight games against the Kiwis as well. They weren't Aussie games. They were against the Kiwis. Um, He's just an exciting player. 60 minutes, he played over that three times, averaging 44 points. Didn't he get the two sort of crossfield chip kicks against the Highlanders and just sort of – I mean, surely we're exploiting that this year. They've seen like, oh, that looks against the Kiwis. Was that the Chiefs, was it? I, we, thought, I don't know, but yeah, if we, oh, if we get into the Waratahs, I can guarantee you we won't take advantage of that. So hopefully the yeah. Reds will actually <laughs> yeah. use it because the amount of seasons we didn't see them cross-kicking to Falau. Oh, yeah. But then look, his <laughs> match against Insane. the Chiefs, in 58 minutes, he got 66 points. So that is what he's capable of, and that's against the Kiwi team. Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest thing is I think they've surely they've now put a physio employed only for Siliasi Vanavalu's hamstring. And Pattaya. <laughs> That's yeah. right. You've got, two, you've got four muscles to look after. <laughs> yeah. Two hammies on him, two hammies on him. That's it. Yeah. Nothing else. Best option. All right. Players you might know, guys. Uh, I'm going to go with Josh Fluke. So he's only 20 years old. Mm. He's actually signed. He's the first player in Australian Super Rugby. I'm not sure about the Kiwis, but the first player to sign through to 2024. So they've got a long-term plans for him. He played four games as a medical joker in 2020 as as an 18-year-old. Then he played another seven last year, and he was already matching it against test-level centres against the Kiwis week in, week out, which... I'm not going to lie, I, I had high hopes for him, but he exceeded all expectations. He is, for a young man that's still got a bit of growing to do into this kind of physical physical level he needs, he's a freak. Uh, I, I think, you know, I think Rev yourself and, and others have already been saying that you want him as the starting outside centre for the team for the year. He's just that good. Oh, he's a freak. And the fact that he, um, I was re-watching the highlights of the Reds from his matches, and I think he bumped off um, Andy Muirhead maybe for that try mm-hmm. down the side to win them. Like, it just... Unreal to be doing that at that age. So, yeah, I, I think he's a great call. And I, I might jump in and add Isaac Henry to the list because, you know, we've got some young centers coming through. Uh, he's he's 22, so a little bit older and plays a lot of inside center and fly half uh, for club. But he, he wrapped up five games. And I think all of them, um, bar one, maybe against the New Zealand sides. So he he really got a baptism by fire, but he looked really good in that Chiefs match. I think he started that one and got a sneaky try early on and helped set up a few others. Um but then I say he's around the six foot, 94 kilos. So, you know, decent size for a center, but um, importantly has the same birthday as me. So it's just going to be one that's close uh, near and dear to my heart. You're, you're 22 so, as well, are you? Yeah. Look, yeah. Can, can you tell everyone looking? <laughs> Something good had to happen on that day. So um, look, the, the one for me is Mac really. He's only 19 years old. Um, he played his first couple games at, at fullback last year with 19 carries across those games. And he just showed for a small player, he's happy to get amongst it and get involved. And he's just, he appears to be a very dynamic, confident ball and hand player. 
I really like to see you know him get some game time there that fullback jersey. I know there's a lot of competition. I know he's really really young, but I think he's got a massive future, um, and I just want to see him in that jersey. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see more out of him, particularly if he keeps growing his mullet out. To me, that's <laughs> that puts him right up the ranks immediately. Um, guys, I got one more in this. In the uh, you might not know personally, um, I'm going to go for Lawson Crichton. So 23-year-old fly half, can play anywhere across the back line. I think uh, Rugby Pass has him as a fullback. He plays 12, but just has all the skills. Um, apparently, you know, Liam Wright called him out in the Pick and Drive podcast. Apparently, he just carves up the first team in training. And he was kind of hindered last year with a patellar issue. He didn't get to play a lot of the preseason. But by all accounts, an excellent, excellent player. And, you know, we talked about what happens if James O'Connor goes down for this side. Obviously, they've got the option of Hamish Stewart. But uh, yeah. they've lost Bryce Hegarty, who was probably their main backup last year. I don't think it's out of the question that Wilson Crichton becomes an option for them there. And he's obviously very, very good and, a, and a, an absolute talent at 23 years old. There's so much to like about him. Um, I think he's the smarter of the Crichtons, obviously, because he's said that the Reds have not gone to the Brumbies. But, um, yeah, he's someone that when he gets minutes will carve up. And it's a good point. We don't have a reserve fly half necessarily in place other than maybe Stewart at a pinch um, who's, you know, racked up a few games there. But I think, you know, as, as we've said, this whole back line, take out two players are all under 24. They're all exciting. So can they go wrong? I don't think so. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm very fair and you're not wrong at all saying there's no other 10 backup. Very, very early <laughs> days and he's not going to get a crack this year. But just an exciting name in the squad Tom Liner at only 17 years old, son of Wallaby great Michael Liner, smarter brother, brother to Louis Liner. He's <laughs> the most exceptional over. talent of the brothers, I hear. Yeah, I, he's clearly the smarter player, as Rev alluded to, except for the fact he went to the Reds. Very silly. Um, but, look, he's, he's a long way away from getting a crack in this squad. But who knows? A few things happen. Yeah, apparently, he's a really big talent. He, he might get a shot. Yeah, he, he's obviously come across from Harlequins there from their development system as well. So he was he was in and amongst it. And I, I'm very surprised to see him leave his brother Louis, to be honest. But, you know, they, they do talk, Michael does talk about the fact that they are Australian first. So hopefully that means that we can get the uh, both brothers down for the Waratahs maybe, you know, when they can't get a start for the Reds this year. And we can see more of them in the seasons to come. Sounds good to me. That's very charitable of them, I think, you know, to <laughs> dish themselves out like that. All right, guys, let's talk about the Waratahs oh, hot shit players. It's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, much like the Reds, to be honest, there's a lot of young, talented players here, so we could rattle them off. And if we're talking about potential, mate, we've got it coming out of our ears. Yeah. So much so that Red that Rev has started supporting them. You know, he was joking <laughs> before, but he's been wearing that all day, he told us, before we started the recording. Yeah. Sky blue through and through. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely splicing that. That's, yeah. not even, yeah, that's not even from the discount pile, is it? That looks fresh. This is um, this is uh, actually this is uh, Brad Wilkins. So he he hated it that much as I don't want any memories of guitars off there. I'll give it right to you. Fair. Look, um, we'll go to some of the players that you should know. Uh, Rob Bonnie, Warren Vosiatho. So South Boys from where we are down in Sydney. Um, 13th uh, ranked back rower back in 2019 when he's playing for the Sunwolves. Filled in the centres a little bit there, which I'm sure we won't see again, but who knows? Um, We're about two injuries away, man. (laughs) Two two injuries away is probably fair. But, yeah, look, he's got competition for that eight jersey, but he is dynamic and exciting, ball in hand, running everything that we've said for a few of these other players that you want in a fantasy-style player. He probably likes to be in some of the wider channels, but he's not, you know, he's not going to shy away from running into contact in tight as well. So he's one I'm excited for. He did come back in the shoot shield. I think I might have said this on the pod uh, already once, maybe at the back end of last year, but he came back into the shoot shield and played for Southern District for my club. And I remember the first thing he did, first game, I think it was against uh, Ranwick. It was off the kickoff and someone made a big run and just shot out of the line and just cut him in half. The play kept going and he was just standing over the top of him, just like <laughs> so pleased with himself that he wanted to show that he was the big dog. So if he can bring that kind of aggression and physicality, I think he can go a long way for the Tars this year. Very excited to see him. It'll be an interesting battle between him and Will Harris for sure. Yeah. Uh, Rev, you got some players you should know or maybe that you might know as well? Well, the players should know. It's crazy. I hate seeing this, but Angus Bell, the fact that he's still 21 
how the hell is he that talented at that age in that position as well? But um, look, he's nearly got as many test caps as super caps. He's so fresh into the scene still. But um, I, I think it was 61. You have to remind the exact number, but the highest averaging player last year in fantasy, like he's just an absolute freak. How um, wild is that? It's insane to think. Like for years, you know, you'd be happy with uh, Stephen Kitschoff or uh, Alan Alatoa or uh, Tani Alatupo because they'd do pretty well for a prop, but to literally top the averaging, um, you and, know, that, that's, that's very exciting. Yeah, yeah, like you said, Tanil Tubo, he had a 31 average. Second was Harry Johnson home 35, and you're dead on. Angus Bell's 61 point 61. average. It's, yeah, it's just in a disgusting. league of his own. Yeah, and, and that's Tanil Tubo playing 80 minutes every week, and yeah. Angus Bell not playing 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> he's playing 60. Right. But look, he's also almost as tall as some of our locks at 192 <laughs> centimetres. So at a pinch, you know, chuck yeah. him in there, chuck him in the back row, whatever you like. Yeah, Mr. Incredible. Yeah. He's he's the real Mr. Incredible and always has been. I agree. Guys, players you should know. You might um, know. You might know, sorry. I'm going to go Maxi Douglas, the 22-year-old lock that I think was a shining light in the forward pack for the Waratahs last year. They were searching high and low for a lock. I think mm-hmm. we almost got call-ups. And, uh, and somehow they unearthed this talent that is Max Douglas. I thought he was exceptional in a, a well-beaten team. Yep. He's, he's already 200 centimetres tall, so he's a, he's a pretty tall unit. He's 108 kilos, but he can I think he can play blindside as well. But, man, he was really good, just went about his work and looks like a very classy second rower that I think is due for a pretty big year, depending on what happens to Cridge. That's probably the only, uh, only curveball that's been thrown in there now. And, uh, and I just quickly mentioned as well, Jeremy William, Williams is only 21. He played 11 games last year. So in the search for locks last year, these two young men got a fair few games, and, and I'm excited to see where they can go, the heights that they can get to. Yeah, they're both exciting players. Another guy that I think at a stretch we could shove in the, the locks is Mark Nwanganitawasi. <laughs> he's, um, he's got some height to him. He's a, he's a big body as well, but like he's he's someone that we should be doing, you know, the crossfield kicks to ball in air, you know, over other players. He he's very very good in that that high ball. We want to see him improve his defence, which has been a little bit turnstiles in the last couple of years. But ball in hand, he's just he's got the ability to break the line, create something special. I think his his debut in twenty. 20 he got two tries or, or what was it against the crusaders yeah i just remember him absolutely carving in many many ways and we didn't see that evolution in his game or that step up last year but i think it was because he was working on some key key things and maybe his defense was one of them and positional things so i think this could be his breakout year if he if he has evolved he's he's still what was he 21 so hmm. it, hopefully this is his year and if you're watching on YouTube, uh, he is part of the uh, the screen, the background for this podcast, and you can see that he must have been getting into the physical work because he's gone <laughs> for the the Nelly Band-Aid on the cheek, uh, so, along with a couple of other players there yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. well. But you're going to have to go on YouTube That's, and see that. But that just shows the physicality that he's been getting through in the okay. preseason. I, think. I, I wanted to leave that as an Easter egg for the people that actually watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll add to the back line because... Um, the players that have watched a bit of the Sea Eagles in the NRL would know Tavita Ferner, but he is worth a mention. He's 24, so he is pushing the the hot shit age bracket. But um, obviously, he hasn't played any Super Rugby before, hasn't you know been involved in this setup for a while. But he already looks really imposing in the pictures of the Waratahs social media page are putting up. Um, again, he's he's around six foot one, um, so he's relatively tall. Could cover the wing fullback spots, but he's just got the ability to. I think shift between positions quite easily. And that's something that he did through the NRL playing center wing and fullback. Um, only played 16 games, but he scored five tries in that. So he's got a pretty decent um, strike rate. And I think there's been a lot of attention put on him uh, in the media. I wouldn't be surprised to see him come in early and try and cement one of those spots just because fullback and that sort of right wing spot aren't really locked in. I yeah. thought you were calling for him last year, Nelson. To come across? Yeah. Look, he's um he was Manly's rookie of the year in, in 2020. Um so he's he's definitely a, a real talent. he's got a bit of history in, in rugby union as well. So we're hoping he can transition and, and maybe fill that void. I mean it's up for grabs in that 15 jersey. Mm. So if he if he really stamps his name on it, 
I'll give it to him all year. Am, am I right in thinking one of you guys might be able to confirm it from me? I think Manly actually let him go after 2021, though. So I, I was a bit confused how you go from rookie of the year to not being offered a new contract. So I, I don't know what's kind of transpired mm. there, but he's obviously a big unit. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how quickly he can make a, a transition to the 15 in a side game. But I think he's got some competition from my next player that you might not know, and that's Dylan Peach. Fans of the Australian Seven Circuit, I think you're going to know who he is. He's been playing for Australia since 2017, but I, I, he's just a weapon. Like he's one of those guys that is just big, strong, fast stepped passes. Got the whole skill set. He's going to play on the wing, I think, for the Waratahs as well. And considering there really is probably one spot that's not nailed down in that back three between him and Furner, I think you should see at least one of them getting a lot of game time. Yeah, it's probably fair. I think his only downside is the. Um... Instagram today where he got absolutely stepped by Lalakai Fakedi. That was sat down uh, pretty poorly. So, um, you know, we, like, um, <laughs> we'll get past that. The, the Waratahs actually, you know, they're a good team environment. They were doing that to lift Fakedi's spirits. Uh, <laughs> it was all staged. Don't worry about it. Right. I heard the same about the 2021 season. They want to like sort of hustle everyone. Just so you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're easy beats. That's yeah, right. It's, it's a, it's, I, I heard that too. It's good the false sense of security. <laughs> we've, um, we've done that for a few years now. Well, they're very secure. <laughs> <laughs> the Wallabies have been doing it for the Bledisloe. I think the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Playing the long game, boys. We've got them right where we want them. Yeah. The last name that we might throw out there. I think Rev, Rev's got one more, surely. Uh, I'll, I'll throw in um, Tian Takapulu. Um, yeah, really exciting prop. Uh, I think two games uh, last year. Uh, 119 kilos. So he's, he's a big boy. He's not overly... He's six foot. Like He's not uh, a man mountain, but 119 kilos is a decent size. And the ability to play loose and tight, while it's really useful, they've got a pretty much a team of players that can do that. Like Harry Johnson Holmes and Ruan Smith can already do that. So um, this year, he might not be a household name because he hasn't locked one in. If he can just lock in one of those jerseys and try and get that bench spot, um, he could be in for a really nice season. Yeah, he's a New Zealand schoolboy as well. So, I mean, there's there's a lot to like about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Western Force, Nels? Oh, name you should know, Manasa Mateelli. Look, he's 25, pushes, Love the, hanging fruit, yeah, pu- pushes the boundaries. But if if you played for the Crusaders, and, I mean, we didn't mention it about Nick Frost, but if you were from the Crusaders set up, I mean, you're clearly good. And he's... he's I mean, I've seen the guy play. He's, he's very clearly good. <laughs> he's good. He is very clearly good. And, look, he's, he's played for Fiji as well. He's come across looking for a starting jersey because the wealth of talent in the outside backs or any position that the Crusaders have. When did he uh, last play for Fiji? Can we get that three-year stand-down rule and get him over to the Wallabies? Yeah, look, I think it was probably last year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, no, I don't think so. Uh, we've, we've got Pulu, who um, <laughs> he's come across, but doesn't really do much. So, Yeah, and with Matt Ailey, I think the exciting thing with him is he's probably going to relish a chance because I didn't realise out of his 31 games for Crusaders, he only started 12 of them. Like, he didn't yeah. get that many opportunities just given the talent pool there. Um, but despite that, still scored 17 tries. Yeah. So, he, like, he's, he's a fantasy freak when he gets the chance. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's the question, Rev. Is he going to be as good in fantasy footy for the Western Force as he was for the Crusaders? <laughs> like, if they just throw double cutouts and give him the ball, is he still going to carve up? Are we expecting as much from him? Well, I think back to that ridiculous offload he uh, threw just oh. before he was getting tackled out. Where Richie Moanga was on the inside, yeah. And does that work out the same if it's Jake and McIntyre on the inside? I don't know. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I don't see it having quite the same effect. I mean, I think we saw with Jordan Oluwafella last year. They realised, oh, geez, we've got someone that's just lightning quick. Let's just give him the ball and see what he can do. Um, if they can just piece that together pretty quickly, they don't need to use too many other backs. Just you know, have some safe defenders and say, "Hey, Manasa, just have a run." I think I think you're right though that he'll lose points on try assists. I think every pass he threw was a try assist for the Crusaders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that's yeah. probably where he might fall down. Yeah, that's probably fair. I'm I'm going to go Tim Anstey, guys. I, I know he's not a household name, but he obviously had a breakout year last year. 24 years old, and he's he's still his first year, I believe, last year for the Western Force. He was playing Aussie Sevens before that. Uh, we will Anytime I mention him, I must say he's part of the Horned Army that was supporting <laughs> the Western Sydney Rams, the greatest Sydney Rams, depending on the year. Um, so no, that's how you know the quality of the man. Um, fantastic support group, those guys. Yep. Um, but, look, he, he just had an exceptional, exceptional season. And, and, yes, there's a bit of competition in his position, but I, I think he's 
a real talent. And if he can start to put some consistent game time in, then you never know how high his ceiling could be. I think he's probably going to come in and do his prime in the next two or three years. So he's a real talent and someone I'm, I'm very excited to see more from. Definitely. No, I think the, the name I'll add to the players that you should know, and mainly because of his success in the NRC, is Byron Ralston. Um, I think that that season that the Western Force came in just absolutely smoked it. Um, he started all their games. He got seven tries in those eight fixtures. And uh, even for the Western Force, he's only played 13 games, but he started in all of them. He's already, as a 21-year-old, sort of cemented himself as someone that, if available, uh, will play. So the big issue for him last year was just um, some injuries and then sort of getting stuck behind um, Oliver Feller and Pulu. But I see him getting a lot of minutes if he's um, fit and healthy this year. And someone that's really exciting. So the force might not have a heap of exciting backs, but at least their starting team can have two really lightning wings. Yeah, uh, if we jump across to the, you might know, the the name that jumps out for me is Reese Jan Pasatella. Um, 20 years old. He got a little bit of game time for the Brumbies last year and, and looked quite comfortable at this level. And that was as a 19-year-old. But, yeah, he, he's come across to to fight with McIntyre for the starting jersey for 10. I think all three of us know who would be throwing in from the get-go, and that's Pasatoa. He's... He's just he's got a excitement to his game that McIntyre does, and I think McIntyre does have a relatively good control for the game. But Pasatoa just has that X factor, that flair about him. Um, lots of hype. He's 183 centimeters, 98 kilos. So yeah, I don't mind a 100 kg fly half, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not bad at all. Yeah. So I mean, look, he's gonna have another bit of competition with Bailey Kunsel, who we think is gonna fill more of that 12 role, but. Pasatoa could do the same as well. He could be 10, he could be 12. I think they're eyeing him off more of that 10 role. But mm. he's an exciting one to watch, and, and I expect him to get lots of game time this year. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy Any, not to. Anyone in that category there for you, Rev? Um, I, I guess in a similar mould, Bailey Kunzel, um, you know, came across from the Brumbies at the same time. So just yeah, much of the same. I'll probably see him more as a uh, 12 role. I'd love to see them as a combination, but he... Yep. He's, I guess, got the difference of um, actually starting some fixtures. I don't think Pastor got to start at Brumbies. Gonzel got to fill in for um, Lola Seo in the 2020 season when he was injured. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing um, really just a Brumbies spine. If they can get fines, Pasatoa and Gonzel is at 9, 10, 12 at some point. You know, that's um, actually going to be the most fruitful. You know, Kunzel's got to be good as well. He's come from Newington, which is the, the made both of us. And so, Southern Districts. And, and Southern Districts. Yeah, so yeah. He's, he's got to be good there. But yeah, he's, he's 186 centimetres as well. So quite a quite a big guy as well. He's 23 years old, um, so he's still still developing. But I, I think he's got lots of lots of potential moving forward. And that 10-12 jersey combination with Pasatoa looks very juicy for me. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm, the next name I've got here is down as you might not know, and he's a name that I think is probably maybe barring Rhys John Pasatoa and Maya, that's probably the most exciting man for the future for this side. That is, I'm wondering if Rev's got the same name in front of him. That's Jake Winchester, Jack Winchester. Sorry, there you go, I bugged it. Um, he won the John Eels Rugby Excellence Scholarship at Bond Uni, he signed a two-year contract uh, last year when Montoya fell through um, because of visa reasons. And he, he's a development player, but just an exceptional young hooker who I believe left the Reds Academy <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, he's he's going to be, I, I think Faleti Kaitu is obviously going to be the starting hooker for them this year. But Andrew Reddy, I don't think he's done enough to really nail down a spot consistently. So we might see more of Winchester and who knows, you know, one injury to Katu, and all of a sudden, this young man, this this prospect, could be getting a fair bit of time as well. Yeah, I, I just as you said that, realized gee, everybody hasn't played well since leaving the Reds. I'm like, oh, there's another one. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hits keep coming. I mean, the the thing that Waratahs do well is, you know, we've got the the biggest playing group in, in all of Australia, but we don't televise who's come from New South Wales, whereas Queensland yeah. seems to Look, just like put I'm it so out. Proud. Knows who's from I'm Queensland. pretty sure Kaitu is from New South Wales. So there you go, the actual starter. So better yeah. than the Queensland players. Yeah. Um, Saying about the Queensland <laughs> players, they want to tell everyone they're from Queensland. Like, yeah, that's the. No, they want everyone to know they're leaving. They go, we can make yeah. good choices. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think one more you might not know is Daniel Alla. Uh, 21, uh, we think he's 21. He's, uh, he's like, uh, uh, they don't have his actual birthday. So he's yeah. either 21, 22, around, around that. that. But now, yeah. He was Aussie schools back in 2018, um, played for Manly SG ball and through the Manly trials. Um, we don't want to keep hyping up rugby league players coming across, but he, he's made the, the smart choice and, and switched back into to union. But he is an exciting young winger. And, I mean, he could definitely get a shot uh, at a wing spot, depending who, who puts their hand up this year. I think he's a big boy as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pushing on, unless you got someone there, Reb, you ready to push? Yeah. Let's get to New Zealand. That's where it all counts. All right. We're going to go most of the way there. We're going to just go over to Fiji. To the uh, that's, yep. still New- that's still Australia. I'll, I'll lead us. Actually, now you lead us out. Rev, who you got for players you should know? Who, who's the standout for you in the Fiji inside? The player you should know, I've gone Simeonika Rivoli just because he got some tests time last year. And I think in the scrum half stocks, there's not that many um, standard options. Uh, they did get Matawalu as well, but uh, I've seen a bit more of Rivoli and I'm really impressed by him. Um, he's only just turned 23, so still very young in the stakes. He obviously hasn't played super rugby. Only two players in the whole squad have. Uh, but, you know, he's a, he's a little guy. But he's really rapid, just lightning quick, nice crisp pass. Um, and the fact that the players around him in the fly half channel are quite experienced, I think is only going to assist him. So he's someone that, um, while it might not be a household name yet, I think will be relatively soon. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a that's a very good call. Um, and I'm going to go the opposite end of the age spectrum and just break all the rules. I'm going to go for <laughs> L- L- ten L- years, ten years too old, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. The the El Capitano, Namani Nagusa. Uh, he Nangusa. He's obviously the uh, the captain. Come across from Newcastle Falcons from 2018. He's technically not young, but he is hot shit and he's new to Super Rugby. So I think that's why he qualifies. The the back rower should be leading from the front uh, by all accounts. An inspired choice, and it was awesome to see on social media the overwhelmingly massively positive support from the entire side when he was named as captain as well. So yeah. I'm excited to see what he can do. We'll jump into the you might know names. And look, there's a couple here. If you've been watching the the Bunnings NRC, Te Ahiwaru Fururiki in Daveta, um, outside back, really, really big body, played for Tasman. If you watch those highlights, he's going to get you excited. 110 kgs, 194 centimetres. So very big body on the wing. Uh, I mean, not wing, sorry, in, on the lock. You might find um, he, runs, he runs <laughs> like he's on the wing, to yeah. be fair. But, um, yeah, no, he's named as a lock, but he, we think he's got the potential or could be playing in the back row as well. Yeah. Rev, you might know. Uh, they might know. Uh, I'm going to yeah, go front row and go uh, Kalia Pasi, Yulula Kappa, um, 23 years old. I think the most telling stat is, like, the size. That's what we want. We've got some big boys to... Um, hold up the scrum and at 190 centimeters and 145 kilos, that's just a massive, massive man. Um, and he's been big from a young age. He played 14 games for the New Zealand under 20s. Um, so, you know, really made the most of his size from a young age. But I think also importantly, uh, probably for the fantasy managers as well, scored five tries in 26 um, appearances in the NPC. So between his time at Wellington and I think it was uh, North Harbour or Northland, um, he, he racked up quite a few points there and it's just a real handful. So um, they've got a few experienced options there, but if he gets game time, you'll you'll uh, notice him on the screen because he'll take up half of it. Yeah, I mean, he's 22 years old and still we named mm-hmm. him as our starting tight head prop. So yeah. we, we definitely think a lot of him and I think he's going to have a very big year. The uh, on, on the same notion, I just want to point out, uh, I, I was looking at some stats today and Harry Eddie Hattet, on the tackles per minute in the Mitre 10 Cup this year, he was fourth. So he was he was making a tackle every 2.92 minutes when he was on the field. So considering that props get double points, if he starts... Yeah, he, need, a, he needs bulk minutes. I think he wasn't getting big minutes. But if he can do that for, for a larger period of time... Ted's a good player too. Yeah. He's a good young player. But he's not my name. Man, I'm going to go none other than the White Shark. Yeah, nice. Ratu <laughs> Meli Ndaranalangi. You, you don't care about ages, do you? No, not at all. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just picking. They're all new to me, mate. They're yeah. all new hot shit, all right? Yeah. 
New or hot shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, former Fijian Sevens captain. We talked about him in the uh, Fijian and Drua podcast, but can play six and eight. Uh, I suspect more six this year, given Nangusa is Nangusa is obviously going to play the bulk of the time. But dynamic off uh, runner, offloader, just going to be a wrecking ball, I think. And with a nickname like the White Shark, yeah. I mean, quite clearly you need to go in the first round of fantasy footy. So, Nelson, you should pick him up first round. Oh, that's what they used to call me, the White Shark. <laughs> Um, Not really. Um, yeah, players, is there anyone else you've got that you might know here, Rev? Or should we jump into them? You might not know. Let's go straight to the you might not know. I've got a Joseph Tamani, a 24-year-old who lit up Shoot Shield for Newcastle. Harry was talking about him last year. He So he wasn't in the Waratahs. He was in the Melbourne um, squad, the Rebel squad. No, the, the Waratahs <laughs> had him around their development he w- side as well last yeah. year. So he, he was in both squads somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> last year, I, I think it's minutes, yeah. depending on what was going on. Yeah, what yeah. The squads needed, but I mean, he we've we touched on him in the Fiji and Drua podcast, but we really wanted to see him in this Tars lineup. Um, just ball in hand, he splits the line, runs through <laughs> one one hand for the ball. That's all he needs. Throw and offloads left, right, and center, and he's got a turn of pace for a, for a big body as well. So check him out, absolute freak runner. So he could be fantasy gold. If he's starting. Yeah, and a team with, with not a lot of obvious lock-in lock options. So not a lot of big boys there. Yeah, so so who knows? Maybe he will get a fair bit of time. But yeah. it's obviously a big step up from from the shoot shield, but it could be anything. Yep. And that wraps up part one of the new hot chip podcast. Tune in, in a few days' time for the release of Moana Pacifica, New Zealand Super Rugby's new hot chip podcast players, and all the coaching changes. Okay. Mitch Hunt with a drop goal. Mitch Hunt with a drop goal. Mitch Hunt. Mitch Hunt. He's got it. Unbelievable. I cannot believe what I've just seen. The Lions come around the corner. And as cool as you like, slotted one of the greatest. Wow, he hit that well. Look at him, celebrating like he just got the ring back to Mordor.